every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste. No city or house divided against itself will stand. Matthew 12.25 Division, deception, misinformation, mistrust. In a nation where so many in the faith are wondering how we got here, and many question if there's any way to reconcile, we bring you a space designed to ensure that truth reclaims the fringes, open, honest, and real. No filter. Nothing is off limits. Nothing is out of bounds. This is Two Americas, One God. be able to confirm this it was something i was reading recently when i saw that uh one of our uh supreme court justice uh stepped in and delayed uh basically uh georgia trying to question lindsey graham and what i had read was that uh it's the the one branch of our government and the only court in the land that doesn't actually have like a codified code of ethics because they've never voted it in <laughs> so they they aren't necessarily held to the standard that everyone would think that they're held to is is that accurate do you want to have that conversation uh, yeah the le- the judicial branch is the weirdest if you look into how it was created in this country it's the weirdest thing ever we say that judges are god in their yeah. systems well lifetime appointment is one thing that's crazy to me anyway, yes. but yeah and for you to get removed or for something to happen to you you had to like go off a darn cliff fully Mm -hmm. because the way the judiciary was built was like we were like people were coming here little court systems and systems were popping up it's not a system that was like from the top down it was like literally a grassroots system that grew up but because of that it's a lot of issues there are people and even when i found this out i was shocked there are people who are like in municipal courts and things like that who never went to law school they're elected officials like they're judging people without ever being to law school i have to go to law school to literally uh, defend the people that they're coming down um on but there can be a municipal judge or a judge in a state that never went to law school because they were elected depending on where you are it's crazy mm. that system is literally a whole bunch of different things doing their own thing and there's no like big body watching like the benefit of it we have like the different levels of court right so that you can like appeal things and push it up all the way up to the highest court which is the supreme court but it's very hard to get there and you see a lot of bad things happening in the court um because judges are got in their own court mm-hmm. wow yeah yeah now that uh that hits different very different that's, especially that's sure. if life liberty and um or even things that may not feel like life liberty such as like evictions, um, getting your child taken away, which happens in a civil court system. Someone who did not go to law school is determining that. And they're supposed to be going by the law. That is a weird space for me. Is that a state by state thing? Like, is that- Almost county depends. It can literally be down if you, ha- you have like unified court systems or courses that are not unified. So okay. some states have a unified court, others do not. So okay. depending on where you are in this country, you're, it could be very different. That's, one that's country, the other thing. One that could be breaking a bar. Yeah, is, it's all is, over the place. It's wild to me. Like, 
I used to be very pro states' rights because, like, oh, okay, it's states' rights. And and then over the last several years, it's like actually <laughs> we kind of need like some sort of like baseline for every state because this stuff is getting <laughs> so nuts that you know. And even to the even to the point that we don't even have any uniformity when it comes to just simply placing a vote. Like mm-hmm. people were people were during COVID, people's minds were blown when there's like there are eight states that only do mail-in voting what are you talking mm-hmm. about like yeah they don't even have play- the they send ballots out to everyone in the state and they collect them and guess what the fraud numbers are in those states non-existent and yet <laughs> everyone's like their mind is blown that this is a possibility mm-hmm. meanwhile we've got you know it, it's kind of like the records in baseball you know the records in baseball are nuts we've got this whole time before they even allowed black people to play then we have yep. this whole time where people were using drugs by the way mm-hmm. their numbers are the most sacred thing to them except every single stadium has different <laughs> dimensions different elevations like it's Literally. all complete nonsense like your statistics are being measured against variables that should be that would be thrown out in any other statistical category exactly so that's real yeah. and I mean, like I am, I'm pro state rights, but I'm also with you. Like that's the benefit of things like the constitution or the Supreme court and legislate, uh, legislate, uh, the legislative branch to be able to say, this is our baseline. Um, and to make sure that I think that it's going to be hard for us just based on what I'm seeing in this country, hard for people to have the same baseline in certain topic areas. When I'm talking about those certain topic areas, I'm talking about the ones that are used every single time there's an election. One side uses one list, the other side uses the other list. One of the things I will say on the Democratic side is too many things on the list, which makes it hard for, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm being honest. Like, yeah, no, you're right. You're the right. red is clear. Yeah. It's a couple. It's like no, there's like three things, things and it's been the same three for a long time. time. Yeah. Uh, yes. And on the other side, it's too many. Like, Mm-hmm. every single issue and trying to like keep up with all that like a pure marketing and pure messaging yeah democrats need to figure out what their three things are and stick to that yeah. to help with that because now you're also seeing the party splinter because the things it's too many things and too right. much happening right. like all these parties should not be putting up 16 to 18 candidates for presidency like that's ridiculous like that's a lot of people getting put up it's um, way because too everyone's many. all over the place <laughs> yeah. um but yeah yeah the republicans yeah. have the three g's right yep right it's no 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 oh no, i don't get to no, say it no no right. no no okay. hell no and no all right. no thank you very much uh but <laughs> one begins I'm, I'm so with a g-o-d it was basically it was i'm gonna say it because i'm a co-host uh <laughs> gays guns and gynos i think are those those are the big three i think oh that's how, y'all, yeah. I was thinking that's how i'm going with it that's how i'm going with it so yeah that's why i said no I Amber, thought it was you had to egg him on. i was going the other way god way well go. no that's like their own personal belief system but that's not really on the ballot per se no that's so, i know what you, know, you mean yeah, yeah but those exactly. are the three <laughs> I was putting oh God gosh. with a couple of those. Well, no, but God three. God ordained those three things. So, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> but no, that, but they have, but because of that, their messaging is clear. Yeah. People will tell you, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You're not going to, even if those things up until recently, right? Some of those things were the law of the land. Mm-hmm. And at one point we were literally arguing against a wall because we thought they weren't going to change. And they changed. We was like, mm-hmm. threw all of our uh, seats a bit. 
But before it was there like it was more of a scare tactic. Now they actually see the possibility of it, which even ramps up all the stuff that's happening in the media. So it's yeah. Well, when you're trying to keep things together, like it's easy to prioritize, right? Like if your house is on oh, yeah. fire, you go for the the kids, the you know, top the, the cats, things. and like your your favorite you know sweatshirt. Like that's it. Right. You let, uh, everything oh, else can just can just burn. <laughs> but when you're trying to just make like change and move forward you want to change everything all the time so it feels like there's 30 things that you want to prioritize because you know you're wide-eyed and excited about it and that's kind of the issues that are going on yeah and i wish that's where i wish we would at least from a legislative side of things i wish that we would focus on the things out of that 30 that we actually can get movement on like there's 30 things we all have we probably can agree on at least three of those Mm -hmm. let's move to three and you know what we we finally got some people out of federal jail for marijuana possession, which right. which is a huge one. That's something like that's where most hu- folks are willing and to talk about. Very popular across the country. Like it doesn't both, matter what side you're on. Both sides are like this yeah. is some nonsense. Yeah. But the crazy part is the amount of time it took to get oh. both. It was a lot of work, right? There was a lot of organizations that were working on that to get both yeah. red and blue to get in the same place, but they did. So yeah. that's where I'm. I would love for us to focus on the things where we all like it's common sense politics let's just fix it yeah the other things like we are at the place where you're gonna have to just live in a state that fits with you because otherwise i don't see how you can i don't see how you navigate this i think you have to move to a place where it fits your politics because well and i I know plenty of people doing that all the way i mean being from california the number of people i know who have left california to move to texas (laughs) because they're like Everyone here is crazy. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm like, I wouldn't move to Texas. Like, that's <laughs> not going to work for me. I'll but move to yeah. a few places in Texas, particularly yeah. Austin. Well, Austin's great, you know, but yeah. Okay, look, okay, people. What? Oh, Stop. go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> what on God's green earth? We're talking you, about you how bit. politics <laughs> affect our country and our people, yeah. Jordan. And no, our just, migration just, patterns. Yes. Yeah, and y'all went on a rant in the process. Good job. Really proud of yeah, you. Yeah, but it was a, it was a two-person rant. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And so let's let's stick with the Ask your question. Here. What's yeah, your question? Be a good idea. No, I, I don't even have a question anymore. I just oh. want to cuss at y'all and just be right now. Oh, interesting. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I promise. This You're is why we like can't those. get anything done. We can't compromise. <laughs> right. You know, we can't. Yeah, zero. We're over here trying to tell this country how to run. We yeah. can't even run this podcast for three different. No, oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah, I love it. Okay, no. So all I wanted to do, real quick, anyway, uh, because I'm so glad that you decided to join us, um, was I just wanted to talk about ideological legislation since that's the area that all this comes from anyway. Let's talk about why people decided that um, abortion and LGBTQI was supposed to be the move um, and and how that even got on the ticket in the first place. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go um, and how it forced the other side to pretty much say, oh, okay, well, let's deal with the antithesis of that and then give us what we that's have a now. Lot. Yeah, you know what? That's that's why I wanted to do this because y'all were talking I'm something stressed. good. I wanted to talk something great. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. I'm I'm so glad. I'm looking at you right now. This is really making my life. Uh, All okay. right. I have thoughts, yeah. but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go. I'm making faces again. <laughs> um, I, I don't I have. It. Let me just say this. I'm gonna say a comment because I don't have thoughts because I really don't know. I think no. Let me say this. I think that. And it's probably gonna sound bad. I am a Christian. Let me say that first. But I think 
<laughs> no, I'm being honest. I'm, I just want to say what I'm going to, before I say what I'm saying, for people who are like, she's anti, whatever. I don't, like, no, I'm a Christian. I, I was raised in the church. I think the thing about being raised in the church is that you are raised so hardcore on those 10 to 400 commandments. Um, so if you look at the laws, it was a whole bunch of laws. You're raised so hardcore on that. 613, yes. It's a lot. See, you a pastor, I'm not. I'm I'm just out here living. So yeah, but, but you, no, you're still raised... getting that sabbatical though. So God I'm bless on you. that sabbatical. <laughs> I'm barely, I'm barely out here. <laughs> no, but you're raised so hardcore on those ten to six hundred and thirteen mm. laws, but then you forget the gospel. Mm. And you forget that Jesus' mm. friends were not the 10 to 613 mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they were liars murderers prostitutes whatever you want to call them like there were so many things that i think jesus saw in the law it was like the law was to protect people right to keep people from right. having issues because society was getting built and you got to put restrictions around us humans because we're crazy it wasn't to demonize people Preaching or to hurt now. people it was not meant for that. And I believe Jesus came, whether you believe in him or not, we as a as a savior, but even if you look at him as a human being, he came to say, yes, the law is here, but don't forget loving people and meeting people where they are. And the fact that he didn't stone people when they had sinned, when he didn't, um, he had friends who were close to them that were like, some of the gulliest people out there, taxpayers was like the worst people or tax collectors were the worst people in their society at the time. Like they would have been akin to people who are getting abortions or folks believe or people in the LGBTQ um, IA community. Like they would have been the same people. I think if Jesus came today, you would see him in those same rooms spreading the message of love. And it's just so hard for me because the church teaches you that 10 to 613 hardcore and that's all they preach but then they forget the gospel which was all about love all about redemption all about allowing people to be um human right like and let's also call out we didn't get the 10 commandments until over 10 how many years Ten thousand years after creation i'm putting quote unquote after the beginning of man that came later so folks was out here living real willy nilly, and if you want to be honest, mar- uh, even um, Adam didn't have no marriage. So let, let's <laughs> like they weren't getting married. Like come on, y'all, stop. They had oh, kids wow. and did all this other stuff, and other things were happening. Um, a whole man killed his whole brother. Like it was a lot of stuff happening, and God told no one to kill him. So if we have all these things where we have grace and redemption, and we didn't have laws until thousands of years after humans had been here on Earth. Who are you to tell somebody what they can and cannot do when God gives people free will? That's where I'm at. And I'll be quiet. I love that. Yeah. I think uh, Mm -hmm. you're right about the whole, we have all these laws and then Jesus came and did what you are saying that certain parties need to do. Uh, He reduced it down to two. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, here's the two big ones here. Here they are, you know, love the man up there and love the man down here. And that's it. The end. <laughs> yeah, just focus on those things. On you know? that, yeah. if you do that, you're yeah. good. Yeah. To me, I think what's what's interesting. So I grew up in the church as well, and mm-hmm. I grew up uh, also with, you know, at least a lot of talk about most of the laws, <laughs> Ma- <laughs> mainly the ones that we thought other people were committing. Um, that part, you know. Uh, but I I think it just so happened to line up because we were quote unquote a godly nation, a biblical nation, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, mm-hmm. right? For so long mm-hmm. that uh, you had the the one group kind of align with religious thought, mm-hmm. 
And then even that group, you know, chunks of that group have kind of, quote unquote, turned away from God. I know plenty of conservatives that don't go to church, oh, yeah. don't, you know, oh, yeah. I wouldn't say they're atheists, but they certainly aren't religious. They're not, they're not right. affiliated any way that way. So I think it, it comes down to it just so happens to align really well with uh, fear of the unknown or fear of people mm-hmm. who are different than you. And that's a mm-hmm. big reason why, like, uh, immigration is a huge deal because these mm-hmm. th- people look different than me. They talk different than me. They're, they they interact with people different In than me. In a land of immigrants. Food. Yeah. And, and enslaved people. Right, right. <laughs> if you come here, speak English. Like, you know that the people who first lived here didn't speak Did that. not. Okay, but never mind. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the whole alternate lifestyle group where it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's all different. That's all, I, And it's just always being scared of different. Mm-hmm. And that that aligns that that's kind of why it works, even if you're not just a quote unquote religious or, you know, churchgoer. But I yeah. think the other part to add on to that is that a lot of folks don't know the people they're scared of. <laughs> no, they have no idea. Right. And then when you get to know people, you're like, oh, like, oh, John, you Beth, love your kids you and, they're and the same you like, like pizza. Me. They're living their own life. <laughs> yeah, and you like that's sports. That's the part that blows me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the stuff we disagree on is so small. We all just really call it what it is. It's amplified by the 20% on both sides, but Mm -hmm. it's so small what we disagree on. Most people want to have families, want to have an economic future for their Mm -hmm. family and Mm -hmm. their kids. Most people want to love each other. They want to do that. Like, that's the reality of it. Hey, 2A1G fam, this is Jordan. And I wanted to invite you to engage with us. And you can do so so far by one of two ways. The first is by good old fashioned email. The number two Americas, the number one God podcast at gmail.com. The other is our 2A1G conversation space you can find on FB. Engage, ask real questions. Heck, bleed if you are frustrated. It's all good. We can take it. We just want to support you. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate, review, all those other crazy things. Uh, but just help get the word out. Hey, thank you, 2A1G family, for your support for continuing to make sure the truth reclaims the fringes. This podcast is sponsored by Real Relationship Talk, delivering inspirational and real relationship advice for your most intimate relationships. Got problems? Let's solve them, because real trials need real truths. From strong to struggling marriages, it's time to get in the game with marriage coach and podcast host Dana Shea. Listen to the Real Relationship Talk podcast at realrelationshiptalk.com or everywhere podcasts are played. Yeah, nah, I'm, it's what I'm remembering. Uh, there was an episode of Saturday Night Live where they did uh, some type of Jeopardy. I think it was Jeopardy. And my it was it was hilarious because they had, uh, oh, it was like it was Black Jeopardy. My bad. I'm remembering now. Hmm. And it was Black Jeopardy, but then they had uh, Tom Hanks on there. As a, as a yes guest. yes and you remember he, uh, uh-huh. he had on like the maga hat and everything and it was hilarious because he was answering the questions and they were in shock that he was so right about all the stuff he was talking about yeah um until that last one lives that matter yes but, then that one was trouble, yeah, but yeah 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 definitely a little bit of trouble but you know i'm just i'm reminded of that same thing because i say it's two things i say that it's um inability to learn the other if you want to call them the other because we're technically all the same we're just raised just a little bit different and then it's also failure to actually study the word enough to understand how we're supposed to approach all, not just the other. 
you know, um, because the Bible says it, they, they will know that we are Christians by our love. And then, of course, you know, a perfect love casts out fear. And no matter what you're looking at, any Bible verse that I see pertaining to approach of the other is always centered around this ideological legislation that is always encapsulated in that word love. And it's just so problematic for me to see, especially that we have one great. So here's, here's, here's my favorite part. Cause I listening to Amber, my her answers are very clear. She came up in a black church, period. In. Cause she's talking about la, 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 no gospel. You know, most white evangelical churches. Stop it. Stop it now. Um, <laughs> glory. You know, glory to God. Y'all, y'all are besties. In the highest. Never know. First, that's, honor that's, to that's God, what this is. who is the head of my life. All the honor. Dab that forehead. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm the only black preacher here. Y'all need to chill out. Dead. Serious. But, 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 but I don't even, I, yeah, I remember my point. So here's, here's, here's my favorite part about this though, because we know that on both sides, black and white, there are churches that are really couched in legalism, right? Like just mm -hmm. you going to hell, hellfire and brimstone, all this other stuff. The my end. favorite part about <laughs> yeah. it is though, my favorite part, the irony of it all is that those churches, those black churches that are, you going to hell, if you commit this sin, that sin and the other sin, they the still vote, ones. but they oh. still vote in blue. Mm. Some of them aren't though. Like Some let's be honest, but Trump had of... the most black men to vote for Republicans well, no. in a very long time. I mean, in the very yeah, that, that's that's a trend. But still, <laughs> that's definitely you know, a you know trend a of, at the moment. Don't get it twisted. You know what a lot of the Bible Belt. No, yeah, but that was a lot of people that really loved Lil Wayne. Um, and when they saw that picture no, it was with him not. in 45. It was older black yo, man. yo, no, no, try me. Try me, homie. I do not yep. want to try no, it was Ben Carson. Them and Hispanics. They love oh, Ben Carson. There you go. It was the oh, Ben Carson. Gee. And his monet. I am Ben Carson. I was born by a mother. Too much. Too much happened right now. And even they but, said, like, Bernie supporters and Trump supporters were comparable because they wanted yeah, something no, exactly. that wasn't the same right. in the same system. Yeah. Continue. I, I mean, I knew, no, you're right, because I knew people that voted for Obama and then turned around and voted for Trump. So, yes, I, I, same. I do agree with that 150%. Did um, I tell y'all about that time I listened to one of his... Um, did I tell y'all about that when I was listening to him on the radio going home to Hampton Roads? No. Listening so, to who? Maybe. Trump. Oh, so, okay. I was going home. I'm the type of person that I listen to both sides because I want to hear what the heck is going on because um, right. there's no place for me to listen to in the middle. But I really I like to understand people. I'm a military brat. Um, grew up in a lot of different environments. So I like to understand that I've been in mostly most of my life and more like military is more red, right? So I was driving home one day and I was like um, home meeting from Maryland down to Hampton Roads and I was like flipping through channels and he was on the radio doing his before he won the election. It was May before that, before he won. And I listened to him. I'm like, and I text my friends. I was in traffic over near Occoquan and I text my friends and said, Trump is going to win the election. I said that May that year. They got mad at me. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I'm listening to this man. I know the people he's talking to. He ain't yep. lying to them. They have been forgotten. And no one cares about that group. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. No one cares about that group and did not care about that group. I'm like, this man's going to win an election. My friends got mad. So I, sh I shut up and I never said anything else. When he won, I was not surprised because I was listening to what he was saying. And he was speaking to his audience. And that audience was an audience that was left behind. Mm -hmm. And similar to the Bernie supporters, same thing. Some folks feel like they have not, their vote hasn't mattered in a very long time. Yeah. And when you get people who feel like they don't matter and someone comes along, whether they're telling the truth or not, 
um, and makes them feel like they matter. That's how domestic violence relationships yeah, yeah. Stay going on. I'm yeah. being honest. Like, yeah. And, you feel and a little bit yeah. love, you feel a little bit someone showing me attention, and next thing you know, you're in an abusive relationship, whether you know it or not. It's that's reality. So and there was no excitement for the you know, for Hillary among that base. Oh, no. Like even people who I mean, there's just such little excitement. Right. And you so you had right people not turn out. Him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you had a lot of the Sanders people not turn out because they're just like, right. Well, forget this. Yeah. You know, and then on the opposite end, you've got someone, you've got the core group of people who are always voting and let's, let's not, you know, let's not miss the point here, but a lot of, you know, Republicans vote way more regularly than Democrats do. It's much more difficult for, I mean, because if, Mm -hmm. if you had a hundred percent of this nation voted, everything would be blue all the time. time. I mean, it just is. That's, that's the way things are. Not every midterm we swap. No, it would just, it would just continually just get more blue. Like that's Mm -hmm. just how it would go. And that's the nature of societies. But yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And then ultimately I appreciate that because that just really proves my point. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's the forgotten people that clearly are not loved because they are considered less than so you know we're having a real conversation you You already know you know we everyone wants to pull the race card and uh historically i say justifiably so i think some people milk it um but at the end of the day you know i I ran a faith-based social justice nonprofit for a reason don't don't test me uh (laughs) however um I, i i will say this though you know that has been a fruit issue for some years now like if we get to the root issue, which we know more so is 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 class than original sin, then we yeah. realize because I, I feel like that's something that's still going to rear its head. Like mm-hmm. maybe I mean two three years from now, where where these same people that now feel they feel seen, they feel heard, mm-hmm. but nothing is changing in their lives either. But these rich folk up top are still getting richer and richer then it's probably going to dawn on some folk that that that's really and and that's the craziest part for me because well i mean no it it is because when i think about no we don't hey no 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 no, what's going to happen is it's going to be more like Uh, wall-e where you just got people in that big spaceship just sitting there with Uh, their vr on their heads getting (laughs) bigger and bigger i agree with that Uh uh-huh no sorry jordan no i know it's funny like let's be honest and this is going to sound bad Again, I'm a black woman. <laughs> I keep saying that. Um, but uh, I gotta let y'all know. I identify as a black woman, and right, I identify as a black woman. I am a black woman. Um, oh but no, the the thing is that black folks have been giving their vote to one party in particular for a very long time. That yeah, party so don't true. give a flying flippity flip when it comes time to the grass, like brass tacks of it all. Mm-hmm they're not doing anything like if you no. want to say like and we still keep we still keep going and chinging that blue whatever color yeah. you want to say um horn and i don't think people are gonna like i think people have hope and i'm thankful for that we also cycle out enough like people die enough where a new group comes in but fundamentally we're all pretty similar <laughs> yeah. um and that humans that we don't think of it that way we always going to have hope we're always going to hope that someone does better um, i don't think it's going to get to a point of what you're saying, Jordan. I just don't think we will. I think folks will get too tired and they're like, I'm not voting anymore. Will happen quicker. Well, it's that. it's the same way on the other side too. I mean, Christians yeah, have been voting sides. red forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. But yet, what what do Still, we have in this country? What what's the one? Rural thing? America is real. And what do you keep hearing from pulpits from pastors? Fewer and yep. fewer people are going to church. Mm-hmm. Well, if if you just constantly keep, keep voting for fewer. red and well, wouldn't wouldn't your voting because you you want like the soul of America to be saved? Well, people are getting saved less and less and less. Like, yeah, 
and yeah, they're not putting two and two together. No, on that. no. Be, um, it's called uh, late me, stage capitalism, is what it's called. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's we're, we're we're in the Bible phase of the podcast. I will just call it Mammon. Um, it feels like biblical right, times. Though. I'll tell you that. I mean, sure it, does. I mean, it never it never hasn't been biblical times. It never no, but this feel extra oh, biblical. This and I didn't say end times because that's some biblical. weird stuff. I'm just saying biblical times. You know. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, we always joke about it. Like when I think of Acts chapter two, you know what I'm saying? Verses 42 through 47. And if we were to. You put, had to give me a second to remember Acts 2 Here, church. I'm going to oh, look that up right. real fast. Hold you can't on. be spitting out. No, I, it's I'm okay. on a sabbatical. No. Well, no, it's. Uh, Debbie, you'll know this. <laughs> sabbatical. Is, I know now. Acts 2 yeah. church. Go ahead. Yep. Second yeah, yeah, act the two, of. Yeah. The, be, the beginning of the Acts 2 church. And it, it looks really, really. Let's just Bad. say those words. Yes. No, it looks really socialist. Yeah, it and does. It was really communist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that um, was it's after not this... a, a hard time, though. Then folks went to that place. It looks like you Woodstock know, was... with less less sex and drugs and more worship is what it looks like. Right. Yeah. And okay. folks are trying to take care of each other. But that's exactly. like after like a lot of stuff was going down. Folks were getting well, I mean, killed for was... being Christian. Right. And like their hair was on fire and stuff. Yeah. Well, it was it was the beginning of it was actually the beginning of real martyrdom. And at the same time, it was also the growth of the church. Like that's mm-hmm. you know, that's the first time that you see thousands and thousands of folks being added to the church mm-hmm. uh, on, a, on a daily basis. But. But my whole thing is, and this is this is why I said what I was saying before, like it's the understanding that we don't want to understand other people because we fear people instead of actually using the the the, the understanding of love and things. But then we also don't read our Bible. So when we don't read our Bible, and you know that that statistic gets worse and worse every year as well. Okay, uh, then we don't have we don't have this common understanding. I'm just you know it, it is what I what it is, and I said what I said. Um, but. But when we put those two things together and that we under we 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 don't understand, that's air quotes for anybody who actually does read the Bible, why such a wedge is being driven in our society when 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 the flip, you know, we we flip this on on its head and we understand a couple of different things. And the main thing that we need to understand is that the the togetherness of it all and in particular. What happened in Acts, in Antioch specifically, when the church was birthed, when Christians, the first time you see that word Christian, you know, Durban Gray talks about it, and I'm a broken record, but it's it's true to the end of the day. You see Jews and Gentiles, which is people of other nations, and it doesn't mm-hmm. specify, it does a little bit, but it doesn't specify ultimately which nations we're talking about, but they all come together. They're living in community with each other. They're eating with each other. Their, their children are probably getting married to each other. They're having mixed babies. The whole nine is happening. And and the representation in that is with Christian, you don't just get the development of the faith. You get the birth of a new ethnicity group. And if this is supposed to be the operation that all of us as believers are supposed to have, then why do we still pick up our Bible and promote the segregation that we do and that's on both sides too because i've heard black churches that tell somebody like i know black pastors that will not work with white pastors and white churches Mm -hmm. because of the burn that they've had and they just they don't want to forgive and as understandable as that is though that continues to further that same divide and i don't know i got i got a couple things i got one theory and i'm gonna shut up and y'all can say (laughs) Uh, which, I got a lot to respond to. I'm sure <laughs> you may well, not like you know, it. You got, no, it's uh, no, it's fine. That's why we have you on the show. Okay. Um, but and this kind of goes in a different I ain't direction. Trying to get cri- but, Christian canceled. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> well, no, our, our our Christians are really trying to figure it out. So you're good. They're they're okay. open to it. Thank you, Christians. They're Christians. Um. So here's here's my first thing. Mm-hmm. So the the lean left. I think that the lean left. I, I'll always say that their thing is bitterness and 
a non-willingness to forgive in certain instances, which continues to keep the most segregated hour in America on Sunday mornings. On the right, and this is where I can get in trouble and I really don't care. So we always talk about the enemy being the father of lies, right? And then we also talk about how he's an angel of light. Sometimes he can appear as an angel of light, right? So angel somebody tell Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So somebody tell me why we haven't put two and two together and potentially configured. And sure, this is speculation at the end of the day. Um, that the devil wasn't capable, because he is in his deception, of producing a front where people can get on board in the name of Jesus to be against somebody utilizing something like LGBTQ, which causes you to hate God's people or abortion, which again, divided lines causes you to hate God's people or a nation that refuses to let go of slavery, Jim Crow and the like, which again, causes you to hate God's people. The same ones you're supposed to be worshiping with in revelation seven, nine at the, at, at the throne, you know what I'm saying? Why haven't we bought into that as a possibility as well? Because the enemy in that case, if that is true, and I think it is to a certain extent has done a brilliant job of making sure that our Christian nation can be one that is actually two nations under one God, because you can't tell me that both sides are worshiping the same thing under that same God, which means that the Bible must be split in half somehow and black people or whoever only read one side and white people, whoever only read the other side. Because when I look at how both sides act, there's no way you're telling me that both y'all read that same Bible and came up with those two different things. It just can't happen. I got a lot. Welcome to to America's one God. Go Mm. ahead. Okay, I'm going to start with, I'm going to hit a few things you said. You're not going to like what I say, and it's just part of what's going to happen. I don't care, woman. Oh, I'm, I'm just letting you know. I'm looking forward to it, I have to, to it, preface though. it, because I'm letting folks know, if you're not going to like it, so just just <laughs> listen and let it burn. Um, no, but the first thing no, is No, we don't listen said, to Usher. Oh, I cannot. Um, I didn't even know that was where we were going, but that's fine. So the first thing you said was around, like, reading the Bible. So, let, and then Acts 2 Church. So let's go back to Acts 2 Church. Acts 2 didn't exist when Acts 2 Church was there, right? There was no manuscript. There was nothing for anyone to read to try to figure out these things. The Bible, as a historical record, there were parts of it that existed at certain parts, but people were telling stories or sharing what they had heard. So I don't think you need... And I know this sounds, again, anti-Christian, but I'm not trying to be anti-Christian. I don't think you need a Bible to know how to be a good person. Like, I think there's just certain things that they didn't have a Bible to be good people. They were just good people that figured out or bad people that did what they wanted to do. Um, And I think that I think the problem in our country, particularly in the church, about reading the Bible, most people don't read the Bible. I can probably point to 99 percent of the religion has not read that Bible end to end, cover to cover. Let's all be honest. Because even when I say some of the even popular scriptures, people don't know that that's from the Bible. Like a lot of folks don't read it. They rely on a person in the pulpit to tell them. Now let me get to the person in the pulpit mm-hmm. who you tell are preaching these messages. I don't believe a lot of pastors believe in the Bible. I don't believe a lot of them are there for that. I believe that a lot of them are there for other reasons. Because if you say we shall know them by their fruit, mm. The fruit ain't right. So at some point, you got to say they ain't right. Like <laughs> The fact that we still keep saying some people are Christian okay. when literally God's message. Go ahead. Just, just a two mm-hmm. seconds. Devin, she said we weren't going to like this. 
I, oh yeah, I like I, it. Well, I know I said I was gonna love it. I mean, I I knew. Yeah, I figured as yeah, much. Yeah, so okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. I'm so yeah. sorry. So no, sorry but the whole the whole thing is like I wish there are times where I'm talking to people who are Christians and they follow people to the end of the earth. I'm like, you're following a man mm-hmm. who has read a Bible that you ain't read, and you're sticking on everything he says when he talks about gays when he talks about women's when he talks about all these different groups you're following this person when jesus said love god love your neighbor everything else basically rides on this so i just think a lot of people have realized who are in leadership in the church have realized that there's money in the church and they can live very happy lives in that and there's money in Mm. dissension just like there's money in division in media and every other place I don't think we need to look at the church any differently than we do mainstream media because the churches that are doing what they need to do is very clear. The light is clear. You know, they're impacting their community. They're there. They're taking care of the community. The neighborhood Mm -hmm. is different. The churches that are doing what they need to do know them by their fruit. Most of the fruit right now is bad. and It's a lot of spoilage out there and people are starting to realize that, which is why they left the church. People are literally going to make up their own way and trying to figure it out. Like I'm one of them who has not been to church in a while. And I was in Sunday, Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, on a, and, um, revival, if you had it mm-hmm. praying and laid out, but it got to a point where I was like, I'm not about to sit here and play these games. And then I started learning about how pastors use certain methods to get people to respond to them. I'm like, sorry, that's not authentic for me. Like, at any point, if we're trying to manipulate people in any way, shape, or form to get them to react or get them to give money, there's a bigger problem here. <laughs> and so for me, I don't look at it the same way you do, Jordan, because I don't believe most people actually do believe in God like they claim to be. Because if they did, they're fruit. They ain't no Tell fruit. That. <sighs> well, folks, by now you done figured out that we didn't get a chance to finish the interview. That's right. Technical difficulties. Our bad. But thankfully, uh, Miss Amber Ivy has agreed to come back on. It won't be a part three because we already gave you two, but it'll be a bit of a bonus just to follow up after the election. So we're really happy about that. Please look out for it. But in the meantime, in between time, this will drop on Tuesday, November the 8th. And so the encouragement is this. I got three words for you. Discern your vote. That's what it comes down to. God gives us this free will and volition to think critically and make our own decisions. Don't let anybody else influence that. Just give yourself the opportunity to ask the hard questions and to understand that ultimately at the end of the day, you realize that there ain't no side that's 100% right. And you have to go with your heart and prayerfully you search the scriptures to figure out exactly what that is. And ultimately, don't forget this part too. If somebody else votes differently than you, have the grace and the space to be able to give them their right to their decision without all the craziness that we see in our society. You don't know what they went through that brings them to the point that they decide to make the decision they make. And that's not just about voting. That's about life in general. So anyway, I think I've said enough. Um look out again for the next episode we got a few more episodes that are coming down the pipe real soon too i'm very excited for each and every one of them but as always thank you guys for the support thank you for the love and please continue to do what you need to do to make sure that society reclaims the fringes this is faith for the culture 2a1g podcast i'm going to sleep i'll holler
Peace. 2A1G Podcast is birthed by the Inspired One Enterprises. Executive and co-producers, Jordan Brown and Devin Chandler. Editing and engineering, Lauren Price. Graphics and creative engagement, Alyssa Wise. Intro song for 2A1G done by Dave Hummel Music. Interlude and outro music, Colin Brown. Voiceover experience for 2A1G done by none other than the original, the Reverend Dr. Clarence R. Brown Jr. Thanks, Pop. And thank you everybody else for listening again. Please find us on FB and IG at 2A1G Podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this experience with your world. Thank you once again. And until next time, please do your part to ensure the truth continues to reclaim the fringes. Peace.